Good morning, and thank you for dialing up the Ellery Wells Show, whether you're listening at elleriewells.com or on iTunes or Stitcher, or or perhaps you have discovered the new YouTube channel that I've been putting a lot of time and effort into building that has a playlist specifically for the Ellery Wells Show podcast. So if you're at work and you want to stream on your computer and you just want to go episode by episode, uh, you can either go to elleriewells.com slash show or you can find me on YouTube. But today we're talking about how to build an email list. And it's a big deal because if you don't have an email list for your business, there is a massive, huge gap in your efforts to build a community, to update your customers, and to generate revenue. There is a, I'm trying to sit here and think while, while I'm recording, brainstorming with myself about all of the ways that you could, you could, you could notify people of, of upcoming events, of new products, all that kind of stuff that where you might want to communicate with people who are thinking about buying with you or who have purchased from you in the past. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm sort of coming up with a blank. You could do a broadcast like this. You could do a podcast. You could do a blog post. You could do a press release. But email is still one of the most important ways that you can communicate with your community. But that begs the question, if having an email list is so important, how do I build one? And that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm not one of those entrepreneurs who gave up their six-figure salary and fancy office to start a business, and I wasn't selling lemonade to my neighbors when I was seven. I wasn't born an entrepreneur, and I never laid awake at night dreaming of owning my own business. My name is Ellery Wells, and I was forced to make a decision. Welcome to The Ellery Wells Show, where we talk with real entrepreneurs about real problems that they're facing and real solutions on how they are overcoming obstacles, achieving their goals, and making a difference in the world. If you're an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur, this is the place to be to help you start, build, or grow your business. So in a recent podcast episode blog post, I talked about three reasons for you to email your list, to sit down behind the key, the keyboard and to send out an email. And I said that every time, every time you send an email to your subscribers, you have an opportunity to build a relationship because email marketing isn't about spamming people with unwanted emails. Email marketing is about cultivating a community. It's about sharing information and planting seeds that may later turn into revenue for your business. Play the long game, just as a side note, play the long game when you're, when you're emailing your subscribers. Don't go sell, sell, sell. Don't add value. Keep, nurture that relationship. Plant those seeds for sales that may come 18 months, two years from now. Now, I know you got to make money today. You got to eat today, but don't just focus on today's win. Keep in mind what the behaviors you want people to take over the long run. The lifetime value of a customer is generally a lot more than what they're going to spend with you today. And if you make them mad or if you don't give enough value, they're they're just going to unsubscribe and they're going to leave. But if those reasons weren't enough, if, if, if those are soft numbers, 
for those hard numbers types of managers that I used to have at Dell, like they didn't, they didn't believe in personal development. They didn't believe in, in reading and, and feeding your mind. They just wanted sales and quota. They wanted those hard numbers. If, if that's you, think about this. Email is the most cost effective and efficient way to communicate with your customers. Let me say that one more time. Email is the most cost-effective and efficient way to communicate with your customers. Sure, you could post something on your Facebook page, and you would absolutely ensure that about 2% of your audience will see it. Or or you could tweet about it, but tweets are too easily lost in a, in a feed that just moves really fast. Or you could put something on LinkedIn, but, well, nobody is going there for buying advice, and I'd... I don't love LinkedIn. If you love LinkedIn, maybe you can tell me what I'm missing, but I I don't know why. Actually, I don't know why Microsoft bought them. Anyway, but if you want to communicate with people about your new products, about upcoming events, or for any other reason, email is one of the best ways to do that. And we're going to go into how to build an email list quite a bit in this episode. But for the full story and how your email list fits into your overall business model... I highly recommend that you check out my book, Exit Strategy, which teaches you to create your first product, how to sign your first clients, and lay that that groundwork, that foundation for a successful business. You can find Exit Strategy on Amazon. There's going to be a lot of, there's like romance novels and weird stuff call, also called Exit Strategy, like, you know, the uh, the steely-eyed Superman comes in and, and seduces the woman and he needs the exit strategy when the husband comes home kind of exit strategy. Don't know why. I'm just, I'm just, I'm judging those books by the cover. So, so don't hate me. Uh, but, <laughs> but exit strategy, or you can go to ellerywells.com slash free. It'll take you a little bit longer to get it because I've got to, I've got to print and ship those myself, but you can get all 20, 293 pages shipped right to your door in about a week. But check out exit strategy but let's go ahead and get started how to build an email list traffic to your website is fantastic but subscribers are better and there's a saying in internet marketing that says that 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 money is in the list and i've even done podcasts about that particular topic and i believe that it's generally true but the list in this phrase, the money is in the list, the list is your list of everyone who enters their email address and subscribes to get updates from you and your website. Pretty plain and simple and straightforward. But if the money is in the list, the next logical questions are how do I build and grow my email list and how big of an email list do I need? Now, before I go any further, I will tell you that it's probably not as big as you think. My list, comparatively speaking, is relatively small, but I make enough money to travel the world, do whatever I want, with a list of small but engaged people who come back and hire me to do more than one thing because I have uh, recurring revenue business models and some of that other stuff. You don't need a list of 100,000 people. It'd be nice, but you don't need a list of 100,000 people to make some serious money doing whatever you want to do. But that's what this post is about, how to build an email list by converting the traffic to your site from visitors to subscribers and converting those subscribers later into customers. Because there are three types of people who visit your site. The first one is the interested. 
interested people. Number two, the involved. And number three, the invested. And your goal is to attract each type and offer something to entice them into subscribing. And once they're on your list, your job is to move them through the process from being a casual reader, someone who pulls up your website, your blog, your podcast, or listener, I guess I could say, on the, on their phone or on the computer, and convert them or, or walk them through the process, guide them through the process of becoming a paying customer. Because without paying customers, your exit strategy won't work. So if you're listening to this and you're in your corporate office and you're like, man, I don't like my boss. I hope he doesn't catch me learning about all this entrepreneur stuff. And you're trying to work on your exit strategy. Without paying customers, your exit strategy won't work. If you already have a business and you want to grow that business or you are already, uh, if, or you're, you're looking how to, to grow your, or build your email list, but you don't currently have one, but you already have a business, your efforts will be hindered if you don't convert people into paying customers through your email list. And it's not always about the money. I get that. But we got to pay the bills. we got to eat. And before we tell you or I tell you that building an email list is easy, I'll, I'll admit that it took 18 months to get my first 50 subscribers back in – well, I got started in 2012, so that took me 2012 and half of 2013 to get 50 subscribers. But I didn't know then what I'm going to share with you now, and it's all right. It's it's a it's a slow process, but it also took me 10 months, only 10 months, so 18 to get the first 50, 10 months to get my second 50, and then about five months to bust through 150. When you're starting out, Growing your email list can be slow, but you will build momentum. And when you serve your subscribers, when you deliver exclusive content and material and you provide value, those subscribers will tell their friends and they'll keep coming back. And by the way, if you're on my email list, or if you're not, you should be. And if you are, tell your friends. And just maybe a little bit of a motivation and to talk about momentum to go from 150 to over 200 subscribers only took me a couple months, 90 days or less, actually. But let's look at how we target those three types of people who visit your site, the interested, the involved, and the invested. And if you go, you can go and see the, the notes for this page at elleriewells.com slash build an email list. And I've got this cool little like revert. Actually, it looks just like a funnel. But you go from interested and then fewer people go to involved and then even fewer still go to invested. But you really... Only need you don't need that many people to be invested, depending on what you charge. I give away ninety percent of my information for free, and the two percent makes me the money that I make. So let's go into the three types of people who visit your site and follow your business. The interested; these are the people who visit your site, and uh, they are the casual observers. They're the ones who will read a post and they will bounce. When that's the technical term for visiting a single page and leaving. And uh, as I have in my notes here, I am not going thug on you. Anyway, <laughs> the interested people, if they decide to come back or, or stick around, if they don't bounce, if they don't just look at one page and leave, they're the ones who would be interested in joining a community. They are interested in getting updates from your website. And they don't want to miss out on what's going on, but they're not quite ready to become involved or invested. Interested people are passive 
people. And for an example, if you'd like to if you'd like to join the Empowered and Equipped Facebook group and join our community, you can go to ellerywells.com slash invitation. But you can attract these casual visitors by putting an opt-in box in your site's footer. You can attract these interested leads with language like enter your email to get updates or join the community. And when you're first starting out and you don't have a ton of content to draw people in, opt-in boxes like these are a perfect way to start and interested people are at the very top of the sales funnel and they aren't sure if they want to buy from you or they're not quite sure that they want to get involved with what they're doing they like your content but they don't know if they like you yet if you've got email software that will do rss campaigns which i think pretty much all of them do the people who are interested are the ones who might want to get a new get an email every time you publish new content a new blog post send them an rss feed so i published this post and a few hours later i got an email with you know it says hey Ellery you know my, my latest post is live and you can click here to read it that's the kind of information that someone who is an, uh, an interested person would be <laughs> interested in so the next uh, group of people is the involved and your visitors who are involved are the ones who sign up for webinars they opt in for reports and ebooks and who trade their email addresses for what you know and these involved people have not yet spent money with you but they engage with you they contact you and respond to you via email and on social media and they want access to how-to guides comparisons or industry reports templates that you've created you know download this copy and paste one of my clients is is doing a lot of that stuff where she sells templates to race car drivers so that it's just copy and paste this so that you can get a new advertiser for your your car a new sponsor that's the type of people uh, actually if they if they pay her for that they are in in the invested category but if they download the free templates like that they are in the involved category but the involved people in your audience are the ones who you will sell to they're the ones where you're going to make your first dollars the involved people are the ones who are most likely to buy or who are about to buy and involved people are the warm leads for your business. If that's the kind of terminology you're looking for, involved people are warm leads. Maybe the interested people are cold leads who are slightly warming up. And then the invested are, are, are hot leads. They're the ones who have already made, who have already bought from you. Okay. So they're the involved people to, to wrap up that section. They are actively engaged and they are eager for more. Involved people are interested in the community too, and they want to get updates, but they also want to become involved and they want to interact with like-minded people. These type of, of people might be interested in joining your mastermind groups or, or coaching. You can begin segmenting them based just solely on that. And you can attract these engaged visitors by placing an opt-in box in your sidebar, which oddly enough doesn't convert all that well. You could also attract them with resource downloads or transcripts from within your blog posts. Involved people want to download the report or, quote, get the resources. And they are likely to take action when you use that type of 
language. So that's how you would attract them. And the involved people are in the middle of your sales funnel, by the way. They know and like you, but they're not quite ready to trust you and invest their money with you. But once they buy, once they once money changes hands, they now move into this in final invested category. And again, all of this goes into building an email list. You should have all types of people on your email list. And if you use quizzes like I talked about in the previous episode, you can segment the people who sign up for your email list. And if you use the three types or three reasons to email your list, like I talked about, I think two weeks ago, you can further segment your list and the people that are on your list by what they are clicking on, what they show, what they express interest in. And that's how you can build and cultivate and nurture your list and ultimately make a little bit more money. I just wanted to pull back for half a second and show you how all of this stuff fits together. But the invested people and, and all of this goes into building getting more people on this this list. It does all fit together. But the invested people are people who have spent money or are currently spending money with you. And they're invested in themselves and in their future, and they're investing in you and in your product. Invested people in your audience are the ones you can thank every time you swipe your card and it goes through. You can ask my wife every time my business pays for something, uh, or I get a new new thing, or it, it pays for a client dinner, and she'll say, thanks for dinner, honey, or whatever. And I said, you can thank, and I usually list off three or four client names. So I don't know if that's corny or not, but I, I truly believe that you should thank your customers every time you swipe your card and it goes through. I don't do credit, so if the money's not there, I only do debit. So if the money's not there, it doesn't go through, and if it's not, and, and the money's only there, because I have clients. So anyway, these invested people help you keep the lights on and they provide you with the capital to expand, to to hire more people, to uh, purchase better tools and to grow your business. While opt-in boxes to become invested can work, they often don't. So uh, just to keep that in, keep that in mind when we've, we've talked about how to attract and how to how, what kind of language to use with people all along the sales funnel, opt-in boxes don't often work with people directly to become invested. In my experience, the people in my audience who spend money with me were interested first and then they were involved second and then they decided to become invested. The more brand recognition you have, the faster people can go through that process, but they still go through each phase. Most people want to know, like, and trust you before they're going to spend any money with you. If you've given away enough free, high-quality resources for long enough, they'll believe you can deliver the results they're looking for. So some of this, some of this comes through advertising. I'm thinking of, of perhaps a restaurant. Like if someone – like, okay, so we were we were at this brewery the other day, and before we wanted to spend any money on a single, on a single pint, for example, we wanted to do a sample of all of the other stuff. Yes, we paid for it, but it wasn't all that expensive. Expensive, but we got to taste and sample everything before we made a major buying decision. Online, you know, you can give stuff for free. I mean, they can't, they couldn't necessarily, actually, they can't give away free beer. I found out that they have to, they have to charge two cents. I don't know why it's two instead of one, but they literally charge two cents and, uh, you don't have to, you, you can't give away free beer here, but, 
online, you can give away free information all day, every day, and people can sample your products. And I think we're going to talk about this here in a second, or actually it might have been last time or something else, but I'll say it again. There should be no surprises when somebody hires me. If you hire me and there's a surprise to you, you had did not, you didn't sample. And maybe that's, that's not necessarily on you, but I charge a lot for what I do. And it surprises me when people are like, Oh, that's, that's not exactly what I was expecting. All of, <laughs> all of my material is in podcasts. It's on YouTube. It's on my blog. It, there, you, time and attention. If you, if you happen to catch that video that I did. It's up on this new YouTube channel. I did a Facebook live and I've been, been posting these on Instagram, but it's, that's where I posted it. There, there are only two things that I charge for really. And it's more time and more attention. It's, it's more personalized results and applying what I say generally on my website specifically to you and your business. Okay. So anyway, it just sample. We got to, to sample the beer, you know, give people samples like, What's the Asian place at the food court that I always talk about? Panda Express. You know, you can go in there and you can get orange chicken before. Usually the evolution of that is you try a sample of orange chicken before you buy an $8 meal. And you buy an $8 meal before you spend two or 300 to have them cater your big dinner. Right? There's, there's an evolution there that that people go through. And from interested to invested, they go through each phase. And again, people want to know, like, and trust you before they spend any significant amount of money on your products or services. They might come and even try out your chicken enchiladas and have a a margarita and spend $50, but they might not ever come back again. So people still go through uh, this, each of these phases, and that gets into lifetime value and things like that, which we're not going to go into here today, but it's all there. There are only two ways to build credibility with someone to have them know, like, and trust you. And you can either build it or borrow it. Someone can give you a recommendation through the recommendation of a friend, try our enchiladas and margaritas, or you can build it slowly over time. And I, I've found a lot of, lately I've, I've seen a lot of, a lot of businesses that have gotten their roots at a market. They literally got up early on a Saturday morning, they put out a folding chair and they set out their, their waffles or, uh, their, their tomato soup and cheese, well, what, grilled cheese. There we go. Grilled cheese and, and tomato soup and they grew organically. So you can borrow it from a recommendation or build it over time. And when you're starting out, you have to build it one person at a time. So you can, you, you can attract these warm leads, these in, invested people by offering free coaching calls. You can open up office hours. You can provide samples of your products or ask me anything style question and answer sessions. Those are very popular on Reddit as an example. And you can do these things to showcase your skills. And these types of things are a good proof of concept and they allow people to see what you can do and see what level of value you can provide. The more value you can provide up front and for free, the less time you have to spend selling people on your value on the back end. Before I summarize all this stuff, I want to mention something I saw on Facebook the other day. And this girl I met a few years ago, she says, the reason why I'm so private and I don't talk about all of my business knowledge on Facebook is because I, I share all of that knowledge in our private mastermind groups. 
That is completely the opposite of how I've built my business. How are you going to get people to sign up for your paid mastermind groups if they don't see what you're posting about on Facebook? Are they just going to assume that you know what you're talking about? How are you going to how are you going to establish your expertise and build your own credibility if you don't show people? I don't know. I don't think it works. And I think their mastermind numbers are very small or they have gotten their clients another way. Okay, but to summarize, before we go into understanding why people subscribe and some tactics that you can use to get people on your email list, interested people are the ones who want to keep be, who want to be kept in the loop with what you're doing. Involved people are the ones who interact with your content, leave comments on your blog posts, which I'd love for you to do, send you emails, engage with you on social media, and take your free courses. And then once someone pays, once someone gives you money, a a transaction has occurred, they're no longer involved, but they then become invested. Now that you know the types of people who follow your business, let's look at some of these basic bribes, these lead magnets, these trial offers. There's a, a million things that you could call them, but let's take a look at some of them that you can deploy, that you can use to encourage people to sign up for your list. So here's why people subscribe. Here's why people fork over their email list. And don't get me wrong, that is a small micro transaction uh, to to get something from you. Why they give you something and then you give them something in return. Because sometimes it helps to wonder why people subscribe before you can understand how to build your email list. You know, I have a degree in psychology, by the way. I keep saying this, and I, I'm not like I'm not trying to harp on it. I'm not trying to to like beat it over your head. But I talked to somebody who I've known for years, and and they had no clue. And I told the mastermind group yesterday, I'm not just spouting nonsense. I actually have a degree in this this kind of stuff. But understanding why people do what they do is why I got out of business school and went into psychology because I wanted to know why people behave the way that they did. So this is important to me. I hope it's important to you. But understanding why people subscribe before we can or not necessarily before but alongside the process of building this email list. Here's a few reasons. Few people are going to be willing to hand over their email address for no reason. If I stopped you on the street and says, "Hey, what's your email address?" you'd be like, "Uh, dude, go away." In today's world where the average person receives dozens if not hundreds of emails every single freaking day, it's it's getting harder and harder to get people to sign up for your email list. While that can be very frustrating, there's a reason for that. People have downloaded too many lackluster, boring, crappy free books, free ebooks rather, sorry, free ebooks and worthless industry reports to be eager to opt in for what you have to offer, especially, especially if they don't get no like or trust you. Now, we talked about in in the last episode about quizzes that ebooks are dead. I think they are. Okay, okay, you're mad at me. I get it. But just like I said then, how many ebook or how many of you or do you raise raise your hand if you do, you know, keep one hand on the wheel or whatever, but <laughs> raise one hand raise your hand if you have a bunch of ebooks on saved on your computer right now that you have not read. All right. 
now that you're not mad at me anymore. The good news is there are other ways of standing out if you're willing to put in a little bit of extra effort. By researching and spending additional time polishing and designing and working on your free resource that adds incredible value or some actionable advice, you can stand out from everybody else who is offering a free crappy PDF download. And by the way, these quizzes, which are not on this list. Oh, yeah, they are. Quiz is the last one on the list. Quizzes are a great way to do that, because, but they take a little bit more time and effort. So here are some of the most common types of bribes. I used that word before, lead magnets or trial offers, whatever. You know, this, this is somewhat adaptable to your industry, but they're generally... Actually, no. I think these are fairly universal. So here are some of the most common types of bribes people are, are going to give you their email address for. Number one, checklists. Beginners love checklists. If you can provide a foolproof list of things the pros use, like, a, you know, this is the gear that the pros use, people want, will want to be like those pros, and they're going to subscribe to get that list. My checklist of professional podcasting gear for beginners is a is a fan favorite and actually that was one of the videos that i just recorded very recently to put up on my youtube channel at uh, microphones recorders and all that kind of stuff checklists are great for beginners ebooks everybody loves a downloadable ebook even if they don't read them and one of the most popular ebook opt-ins from I don't know if it's still still doing really well for Pat or not, but it's called eBooks the Smart Way. He wrote it a long time ago, and it's a guide on how to create eBooks. It was an eBook to tell people how to tell how to create eBooks. It, let me actually, it's better than that. It's an eBook to grow Pat's email list, which told people how to create eBooks to grow their email list. How do you like that? But Pat really over-delivered with his tribe, and tens of thousands of people have subscribed to his list because of it. So I'm not knocking Pat, but uh, it, he, did a, he did a really fantastic job. Guides. The number three thing is guides. Guides are an, ex an excellent way to illustrate your expertise and help solve problems. And if you can walk people through the solution to a problem, they will love you for it. If you show somebody how to, to get a hangnail out or whatever, you know, fix a broken leg or something they're going to love you when you eliminate their pain to create your guide solve a problem and then just document the process so if you have a problem and you have figured out a solution to that problem document it take photos take video record audio podcasts whatever and then share those steps with your audience and they will opt in by the truckload to get uh, the people who have that same problem anyway they will opt in to learn how to fix their problem so in, if, in case your business is an offline business, offer exclusives. Uh, the, this is where, you know, like join the VIP list. Get, get you know, behind the, uh, it's not the red carpet, the, the red cord or whatever, like the, the VIP line to get in the club, whatever. Everybody wants to be a VIP. And if you have an exclusive interview to share or a behind-the-scenes look or information you only share with your community – People are going to subscribe to get it because they want to be a VIP. All right, here's the last one. The quizzes. People love taking quizzes that take them on a journey or that allow them to discover something new about themselves. And we talked about this in the last episode. We went into super detail in Catalyst Monthly, I think in March. Quizzes are just a great way to build an email list. Clinique. 
I used this example before. Clinique asks their visitors to, to take the skin type quiz. BuzzFeed asks people to discover what cartoon character they are. And in my quiz, which is called the Online Business Readiness Test, and if you go to ellerywells.com slash build an email list, you'll see this about halfway down. And in my quiz, the Online Business Readiness Test, you can learn if you have what it takes to start an online business. So these are these are some of the common bribes that people are willing to give you their email for. But people opt in because they want to feel included and they're afraid of missing out. They subscribe because they believe you can shorten their learning curve or reduce their startup time. You can provide them with discounts or coupons or special offers or anything else of exclusive value. Your visitors want you to help them eliminate their pain and they're willing to trade their email address for it. If you can help your audience add more tools to their tool belt or make their life easier, they will subscribe and you will build an email list. Okay, now let's talk about some advanced techniques. So let's say you've got all of those things. You've got a quiz, you've got exclusive discounts, you've got a guide, you've written an ebook, you've got checklists. Maybe they're working, maybe they're not. We're not gonna get into that at, at this moment. But let's talk about some of the advanced techniques, the the advanced things that you can do, and I've got some really cool examples here, some advanced things that you can do to build an email list and to entice people to give you their email address to be a part of that. And again, if, you, if you've if you tried the other things or if you haven't tried the other things, my, my suggestion would probably be to pause and come back to this because those other things are easier to do. They take you less time, but... Uh, don't don't let me tell you what what to do. Uh, you can try these too, but again, they they require more work, time, and skill to pull off. But but I can say from from personal experience, the results are really good. So for this first one, I've had hundreds of people sign up for my email course, which is the first one. This first advanced technique is an email course. And we'll get to what I did here in just a second. But I had never heard of an email course until I found the email 1K course that Noah Kagan did. He and his his team at AppSumo put this together. And after enrolling, after you sign up for the course, the course content, the material was delivered right to my inbox. It didn't start immediately. So my course starts the first Tuesday of every month. I might actually change that to where it starts a little bit more uh, a little bit more frequently, but every week with the email 1K course, I would get an email full of information, tips, and tricks. No need to click a link or go somewhere else. Everything I needed was right in my inbox. Pretty cool, right? I thought it was cool. I love the concept. So I created my own email course starting in 2014 called the 30-Day Blog Transformation. And if you go to ellerywellscom slash build an email list, about 60% of the way down the page, you can you you can click on the image or there's a couple of links to to take you to the landing page where you can enroll. But using my free course, the 30-day blog transformation, I teach people around the world with with I've got five lessons. There's one a week, so there's four or five. I think I teach people how to think like a successful entrepreneur. I teach people how to identify your ideal client and maximize your impact and profit. I teach the five pages that convert your blog 
from a blog into a business, why now is the best time in history to be an entrepreneur and make a global impact. And then I have a lesson called the most powerful momentum builder for your beginner business. And every month, new people join my email list to get access to those lessons and to join a community of writers. And I use the email 1k framework. So in addition to the lessons, I also post each lesson on a unique set of, of websites or posts where people where students can log in where people who have enrolled in my email course can log in they can post comments and ask questions and then i also have a private facebook group for students and alumni who want to interact with each other so that's the first advanced technique email courses again they take they take more time but the results for me for me have been have been really good whenever i focus on advertising it but that's a problem of my own. And if you advertise uh, your your email course, I'm sure you'll have great results if you have great content. The next one is webinars. And webinars is a term for web seminars. Isn't that a sexy term? Web seminars. And these are lessons taught with online video streaming where the host shares information with an audience. And if you promise to teach your webinar attendees something valuable, people will opt in to claim their seat at this virtual table. And John Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, you might have, might have heard of EO Fire, you might have heard of me on EO Fire. He's used webinars to add hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue to his business. And he will teach on his webinars enough about podcasting to help them get started. But then he will offer a premium product at the end to anyone looking for additional help. This is the freemium model. Exactly, guys. This is something that we've talked about. I think we've done podcasts about this one. We talked about it in Exit Strategy. I've referred to it as the only business model that works. And webinars are a perfect execution of this freemium model. You give uh, everything away for free. And then if somebody wants a little bit extra, charge them for it. You see this all the time in your, in your ad, uh, not ads, but in your apps on your phone. It's a free app with, you know, you click here to get tokens or whatever, you know, like in games that your your kids might be playing. Or you want to remove the ads, so you spend $3 to get the premium version of the app, but there are no ads. This is the freemium model at play in everyday life. The next thing after webinars that you can use to grow your email list are giveaways. So a few times a year, I try to hold a giveaway to build my email list. I pick three or five books. I, I find some products or services that have helped me. Or in the case of my, my most recent, actually the last two giveaways have been worth several thousand dollars. Tickets to the Thrive Make Money Matter conference in Vegas, a private dinner where we ate, we ate at, uh, at Nobu and had some wine last year. You can see my latest giveaway always, whether it's there's a currently an active one or not. You can always just go to ellerywells.com slash giveaway, and it'll take you right there. It, if you're listening to this way down the line, you know, not here at the end of April in 2018, if I'm running a, a giveaway, you can always go to ellerywells.com slash giveaway. But the first giveaway that I ever did, 
included Jeff Goins' book, The In-Between. If you've followed Jeff for a long time, that came out several years ago. But after promoting the giveaway on social media, I actually caught the attention of Jeff himself, who shared and retweeted about the giveaway to his audience. And I had hundreds of people check out the giveaway and share it with their networks. So giveaways are a great thing to do. So let me give you a free, not it's not free actually, a tool. Actually, if you sign up for, if you go to, if you use the link that I put in the quizzes episode and you, in your elleriewells.com slash try interact, I think you can create a free account. And I think the free account of interact might have giveaway software on there. I'm not sure, but I bought King Sumo's giveaways plugin for WordPress a few years ago. It was a couple hundred bucks, and I really like it because the other options that are available, like don't use Rafflecopter. Rafflecopter sucks. Don't even don't even look it up. But online tools like King Sumo's giveaways, which is again a plugin for WordPress, they make it easy to create these giveaways and to grow your email list. All you have to do is choose an item or a few items that you want to give away and you require an email address to enter to win. So in this latest giveaway, I'm giving away a free ticket, a VIP dinner, that, and then one, the grand prize winner will also get a free year of Catalyst Monthly, which is about $1,200 in itself. And then a follow up. I bought, I bought two, I want to bring two more people with me to thrive. So the, uh, the, the runner up will get a, a also a free general admission ticket to thrive. I'm not gonna, I think it would be awkward. So it's me and my wife and the grand prize winner and maybe some of my business partners and stuff who come to this dinner. Oh, but no, no, you don't get to come to that. So the runner up's gonna, come and, and I'll, I'll take them to dinner as well. If you want to join ellerywells.com slash slash giveaway, but good giveaway software will pick a random winner and they will allow you to add the entrance, the people who enter your giveaway to the, and it will add, it will add those people to your list of subscribers and participants have a chance to win a free item and you have a new person on your list. That's why giveaways are cool. And the good news is King Sumo's giveaways integrates at the API level with Active Campaign, which means you don't have to go through Zapier or anything like that. You can connect you can connect King Sumo giveaways directly to Active Campaign and then choose the list that you want people to subscribe to whenever whenever they uh, whenever they join the giveaway. So it's pretty awesome. And if you try one of these strategies and it doesn't work the first time, don't give up. A good portion of success is about testing, tweaking, and then retesting to see what works. And your audience may respond to one of these strategies, the the giveaway. The email course, the ebooks. Hey, you might be crushing it with ebooks. I don't know. But they might also not respond to some of the other ones. The key to growing your email list is to always have something valuable for which people are willing to trade their email addresses. So now we've talked about the psychology and some of the tactics, the types of people who come to your website or who, or who visit your business. Let's, let's now look at the five key ingredients of a killer opt-in because if you may, you may understand who's coming to your site you may understand which category they fall into but if you don't know exactly what people are looking for or how you can create an amazing offer someone's going to give you their email list for you will really struggle to build an email list so here we are designing the perfect lead magnet 
Every business wants more leads, but few companies really understand what goes into creating a lead magnet that will convert visitors into prospects. You ever seen a coupon that doesn't make sense? Or you ever seen uh, just an, an offer like nobody's going to buy that? That's stupid. So that's that's what we're talking about here. So your goal with a lead magnet is to convert visitors to leads. You want to convert those leads into customers and then you want to create or convert those customers into raving fans and repeat buyers. And that process is what enables every business to grow. Customers to or leads to customers, customers to fans and repeat buyers. So there are five key ingredients to a lead magnet that converts those people into or gets them through that process. Number one, a great lead magnet offers specific solutions. It's a specific solution, not a broad one, a specific one. We're going to more detail in just a second. Number two, it offers epic results, not mediocre ones, not just, yeah, that was, that was cool, epic, epic results. Number three, quick, quick fixes. Number four, tons of value over delivering and number five it transforms you it has a transformational effect so let's look at at how we can do that so provide a specific solution to a specific person this would be your avatar your lead magnet should not try to attract everybody if you try to reach everyone you'll end up connecting with no one but by, by speaking to a specific person this avatar you're talking to the ideal person who will get the most value and the best results from what you're offering every everybody else they'll get good value or they might even get great value and they might even get great results as we've talked about, an epic result, but the ideal person, the specific ideal avatar that you're talking to will get the maximum impact from what you are offering. And I have a guide, by the way, to help you create some questions that you answer and you flush out, you flesh out, is it flush? Flush. You flush out the skeleton. I guess it depends on the rest of the analogy that you're using. You create a clear image of the exact person who you are talking to and about 80% down the way, through, down the page at elleriewells.com slash build an email list, there is a link that you can click to download that idea avatar worksheet but when you offer to provide a specific outcome potential new leads will know exactly specifically what they will get in exchange for their email list a before and after if you download this and you go through it you will have x y and z most mammals run from uncertainty you look at a dark alley I don't know what's lurking around the corner and in those shadows. You might have never been mugged before, but you're going to avoid that uncertain situation. You're like, I don't know if this person is trustworthy. I'm just going to avoid them. Mammals run from uncertainty. So be specific and tell your visitors exactly what they will get from your lead magnet. If you know who you're trying to attract and what you're going to deliver when you create your lead magnet, the other key criteria will likely fall into place the next one is delivering that one epic result instead of promising to deliver a dozen different ways for someone to be better or faster which a lot of people do i used to do this too i often still do sometimes the top 10 ways to lose weight don't do that just focus on delivering the absolute best way the one best way Instead of offering to give someone a complete marketing plan, 
Offer the one thing they can do to get more followers on Twitter, the one thing they can do to get more likes on Facebook or friends on LinkedIn. If you target people who want to grow their influence on Facebook, you'll attract more subscribers than if you just target social media as a whole. So if you say, hey, grow your influence on Facebook, that's better than, hey, grow your influence on social media. My guess is that even when you hear me say that, one sounds more interesting than the other one. Focus your lead magnet and provide one epic result. The next one is create immediate results or offer a quick fix. Your lead magnet should be the ace in the hole. It should be your silver bullet or your number one tip to get the job done. In today's world, people are looking for shortcuts. Oh my gosh, nobody wants to put in the work. It's it's depressing, but they want that one key thing that will move the needle for them. Instead of doing all the things, this is my personal rant here, off script, if you will, people, instead of putting in the work and doing all of the things that will help them improve, they want to know the one thing that they can do, like the magic bullet, the 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 like the key that will make everything else fall into place. They don't exist. Those don't exist. They don't never happens. You've got to do all of the things. Sorry if that might have come across a little bit creepy when I whispered into the microphone, but none of that stuff works. I'm telling you, you got to do all the things. There's not one workout at the gym that will give you the results that you want. There's not one food that you can avoid. There's not one activity that you can do, but we still got to we still got to give the best one. I, I know that was that was a little bit off topic, but when we're creating our lead magnets, give them your best thing. Give them if if you could give one single piece of advice, give that one. Not like the whole novel. Just give them the one piece of advice. And it's up to them. It's up to the subscribers to decide if they want to opt in for it or to actually implement that thing. Because what they're going to do, what those people are going to do is they're going to get the one, the best tip from you. They're going to get the best tip from somebody else. They're going to get the best tip from a third person. And they're going to keep going down the line. And they got the best tip from all these experts. And they're going to be back to square one. And they got too many tips and they don't know which one to implement first. But that's just, that's, remember, I have a psychology degree. So (laughs) that just leads people to indecision. So instead of giving people all of the things, just give them the one thing that if, if you could give them your best piece of advice, the one thing that's worked the most for you or the fastest for you or the quickest for you, give them that one thing. And if you happen to have been working on an ebook for your giveaway or your opt-in or your bribe, you can take a break. I have just given you some amazing news and you can set aside uh, all of that work, turn it into something else, repurpose it. But now all you have to do is create a one or two page download of your best stuff. See how that works? I just saved you hours worth of time. I knew one of my clients when he first started working with me was he was spending, he didn't have any subscribers. He didn't have any revenue. He didn't have anybody following him on any social media network, but he was spending hours, like 20 or 30 hours creating a video series of stuff that he didn't even know if people were going to like. He didn't even know if he was solving a problem that he, he, well, he was, he was doing something that he was interested in, which is good, but he had not, he was spending way too much time on something that should have taken about half an hour 
to give away the best thing, and he ended up not doing anything. He ended up uh, failure is is a funny thing, and I don't want to say that he failed, but he did fail to make money, and he did fail to achieve his goals because he he didn't test his audience, he didn't poll them, he didn't well he didn't have an audience, but he was not creating content that added value to people, and he wasn't doing the things that were on this list. Anyway, rant over. The next one is deliver high value. Your lead magnet is often the first impression someone gets when they are trying to decide if they want to join your community. You know, hot and fresh orange chicken from Panda Express or Shogun, not yesterday's leftovers. Hot and fresh, that is super delicious. And use that initial opt-in as your opportunity to provide over-the-top value. Your lead magnet is your chance to blow their mind. This would be where I hit the button, to add a sound effect, this is your chance to blow their mind on how much valuable information you have to give them. And back to my other video where you're just charged for time and attention, these lead magnets, this high value, these quick wins, all the stuff we're talking about is what says, hey, if I pay Susie or John or Jim or James for more of his or her time and attention, I will get more of the amazing content that they gave me in this lead magnet. See, it all comes back here. If I give more, uh, and it's not necessarily time and attention for like orange chicken, but in this case, uh, it would be more time because it takes more time to cook, more attention, I guess. Uh, it doesn't necessarily not apply, but it just, it, it changes the conversation a little bit. But the point is over deliver. Do more for your subscribers than you're, than they're expecting and help them get better results than they had hoped. Not only, if you do, not only will they stick with you, but they'll be well on their way to becoming a raving fan. Remember, uh, subscriber to customer to raving fan. So if you over deliver over and over and over again, if you, uh, not, I don't want you to under promise. That seems a little bit deceitful, but if you over deliver, people will tell their people about all of the amazing things that you have to offer. So the last thing that you want to make sure you do when you're creating your lead magnet is you want your, your, your offer to have a transformational effect. An epic lead magnet should have a transformational effect on the people who sign up for it. The information contained within your lead magnet should move people, should move your, your new subscribers from where they are to where they want to be. It should change their thinking from, is that even possible? To, wow, this is happening. Sounds corny, but think about it. You download an opt-in and you're like, man, I don't know if this is going to work. This is, it seems kind of crazy. It seems kind of out there. And then all of a sudden you go through that material. You implement the strategy. You, you do the, the, the tips. You, you use them, whatever. And then you're like, wow, this is, this is really happening. And just a day ago, a couple hours ago, you're like, I don't even know if I can do this. How much of an impact would that have on you? And hopefully, I'm sure, I'm sure not everything that I do has that transformational effect, but I hope it does. I hope most of the things that you get from me make things clear and move you forward in your goals to, to achieve your goals. Did I just say goals twice? Anyway, think back to the last lead magnet that you traded your email for. The best ones, the lead magnets we remember and the ones we share with our friends are the ones that give us that wow moment. And they open our eyes to new possibilities. Again, it sounds kind of corny, but I have had some things that, that just like, wow, I didn't even, I never saw it that way. Epic lead magnets show us new ways of thinking and they transport us from where we were to where we are and then to where we want 
to go. In other words, your lead magnet should transform us from who we are to who we want to be. And that almost wraps it up. Now that you know the five key elements of an epic lead magnet, it is your job to turn all of those new leads into paying customers. And if you need some help doing that, if you'd like a little bit more guidance, grab a copy of Exit Strategy and I will show you exactly how I did it and how all of this fits into a much larger plan to build your business and make it successful. You can always go to theexitstrategybook.com or if you'd like to buy it directly from me, all you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. You can go to elleriewells.com slash free. Again, all of these links, remember, all of these links are at elleriewells.com slash build an email list build yeah build an email list i spelled it right there and you can see all of the screenshots that i have shared all of the audio all of the images all of the links that we've talked about and you can get all the information that we've just talked about in the last hour or so here on the podcast just just go to elrywells.com slash build an email list to check that out I hope this information has been helpful. As far as long-form content goes, which, by the way, I think it's better SEO, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to create this really long piece of content. This this is what is about an hour, and it's about 3,500 words. If you're a content creator out there, uh, you know that that takes a minute to put together, and I hope it was valuable to you. I hope it was worth your time. And if you go to lrwells.com slash build an email list, leave a comment, let me know if it was, let me know if this was the type of information that you were looking for, and if it helps you move forward. So anyway, have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to the Ellery Wells Show. I'm your host, business coach, author, entrepreneur, Ellery Wells. I hope you have an amazing day. (laughs) 